Next time you're hanging out on PluginBoutique.com, throwing instruments and effects into your basket and checking out like a drug kingpin, are you sure about this, James? Think of your friends Timmy and Jimmy first and visit through our affiliate link instead. You can find a link at A4Ppodcast.com or in the episode description. And it means that we get a wee proportion of the clams you spend when you buy something. Thanks! Welcome to Appetite for Production. We are funded by the oil companies, but we're here to sell you a big barrel of plugins. Yeah, plugins don't hurt the environment, is my understanding, right, James? That's fine. Exactly, yeah. You never are. see like a sort of pelican and all its feathers have been covered in like horrible, serum. dirty plugins, have you? Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes get covered in serum, yeah. but that's a story for another time. <laughs> yeah, I think plugins are uh, carbon. They're carbon neutral. They're carbon neutral. Oh, carbon neutral. Okay. (laughs) Welcome to episode 77. Cyberpunk 2077, James. That's all anyone cares about now. We're heading to the future. We're going to jack into the mainframe and log into the matrix. Is that what's happening? I believe so. (laughs) Oh, wicked. Why don't you come with us and find out? Tim, we're back again, and I, I I think I'm ready for the third instalment in the Mouse Trilogy saga. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah, the uh, horrific denouement. So you remember last time I told you I'd got a new guy in yeah, to sort it out? the Maverick. Okay, so I don't know if you remember, <laughs> I found Mouse Poo and Wee in my bed. I do, I do. I remember time. that was that very heartily. I, I can't remember the exact timeline, so apologies if I've mentioned this already, but... um. I think it was the day after we recorded the last podcast. I was I was feeling positive. Oh yeah, that everything was uh, working out all right, basically. But then I came home to find some of the bait had been eaten, uh-huh. so I was gutted because I was like, "There's still mouse around." And then I went into my bedroom. There's a flipping dead mouse in there, dude. So, which so I had to marigold up, <laughs> man up as well, and uh, chuck it. How in. can you do those two things at the same well, time? Well, I didn't. Well, I only really did the marigolding up. <laughs> um, so I, yeah. So I chucked, I chucked it trap and all into a uh, carrier bag. Okay, so it was in a in a trap. It wasn't just like under your bed sheets or something. No, 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 no. Uh, okay. No. So it was yeah, and it was really disturbing because its poor little legs were sticking out and everything. Oh. It was really up, really upsetting or whatever because they are cute and I feel <laughs> feel bad yeah um but i did so i, I chucked it in the bin like a callous <laughs> bastard gone with my life just left it there for a few weeks <laughs> yeah yeah um uh, but anyway and then uh, and then the dude came around again he concreted the shit up <laughs> since then i have heard some isolated noises from behind my toilet mm. but they seem to be subsiding and there haven't been any more mouse sightings or evidence you, in the flat you sent me a video of behind your toilet and it sounded like there was a mouse festival going on yeah like it's seriously like the thing is on the video it does also sound a bit like running water so i do worry that i'm losing the plot but Especially when you're there, it sounds completely mental. It's like the 
the uh, Matrix Reloaded Zion Rave, but with mice, <laughs> basically. With mice. So like, everything's like very high frequency and the, the kick drums are kicking out <laughs> yeah, around yeah, yeah. 350 well, hertz. Yes, that's right. You see, m- mouse sub <laughs> is at about 200 hertz, oh. which is what a lot of people don't know. But yeah, but so I have escaped so far the mouse situation. I mean, I've still got the traps down. Because I have been made paranoid by this Mousegate mm. fiasco. And also, I'm still completely hypersensitive to noise. So anytime my upstairs neighbours move and some some part of the building creaks, I have a heart attack. It sounds like trauma to me. It is, it's uh, PTSD, baby. And the... Uh, hang on, I can't, no, I can't think of a comedy acronym. But uh, yeah, but... <laughs> we were I, both trying to do it. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, if you want comedy acronyms, go and listen to it's a like better podcast. Mouse begins with M, okay, rodent begins pet, with R. Uh, okay, pet, pet <laughs> trauma. No, trauma's the original one. Okay, look, forget it. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so I am feeling very happy to be back in my house. I'm sleeping in my bed as well. I'm not still on my panopticon sofa anymore great so life has returned to normal i think i'm going to put the traps away over the next couple of days as well oh dear so i i, I anticipate christmas with the mice for you look Have it was dinner. the night before christmas and all through the house ah. nothing was disturbing not even a mouse so right. hopefully no mice this christmas that, basically that prophecy has always stood true <laughs> for me yeah and i'm not going to be moving either i'm going to be lying face down in my bed which is going to be mouse poo free okay so a new synth has been released what this one is in one incarnation free mm. uh, much like Britain as a whole, it's got three tiers, doesn't it? <laughs> so uh, the synth is called Vital. It is a, quote, spectral warping wavetable synth. Mm-hmm. That's right, more wavetables. Uh, let's put the video on and let it speak for itself. It can actually speak for itself, you know. Ooh, I like that. What do you like? That animation with it all. Ah. Warp waves in new ways. See what you modulate, automate, create. Mm. (laughs) Stretch harmonics to the limit. (laughs) What? I don't really understand these slogans, James. Sometimes what you want is what you need. Who? Uh, Where? Not sure. Anyway, that's the synth. That's how it sounds. It's called Vital, and it is by, Tim just alerted me, by Matt Title, who created Helm, the free synth. Yes, I wasn't an enormous fan of Helm. I thought it was cool that it did a lot of different things, especially as it was free, but it didn't appeal to me that much for whatever reason. I had a bit of a play with uh, Vital this morning, the free version at least. And it's good. It's okay. a good synth, James. I liked Helm because it offered a lot more than a lot of other free synths. But I've, uh, yeah, I've downloaded it because Vital can be had for free. Yes. Let's have a look at the tiers, the tracks of my tiers. Oh, it's actually, like it's actually got four tiers. The basic bitch tier is free. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get 75 presets, 25 wavetables. The plus tier is 25 clams, one off, 250 presets and 70 wavetables. 
Pro for 80 clams. That's the highest price. Which, which is, is pretty reasonable, buddy. It, it's good to say that 80 clams for a synth. Mm. You get 400 plus presets, uh, 150 wavetables, uh, something called text-to-wavetable, which I'm sure everyone's going to use. I wouldn't be so sure about that, buddy. Okay. I think it's going to be popular because I'll explain what it does in a second. Ah, uh, and yeah, extra perks. There is a fourth tier to subscribe to Vital for five US clams a month. And you get first access to new features and other new plugins. Uh, now, obviously, after 16 months, you're going to have paid more than the pro mm. one-off license. But who has 80 bucks lying around? <laughs> Easy to find five, right? Yeah, right. Especially uh, if you're a young kiddie who's making trap beats or whatever, and you yeah. want to be the, the next, I don't know, Bing Crosby, who's a hot trap producer. <laughs> so I think they've got this down quite right. I think uh, I think the pricing is good. And the fact that, you know, Pro is 80, Plus is 25, Basic is free. That is exactly how you want it to be. You cannot accuse them of being greedy. I mean, I can accuse them of being greedy. <laughs> Go on, accuse them of being greedy. <laughs> uh, we've, uh, I've downloaded the free version. Tim downloaded it this morning and played with it. I uh, need to plug my MIDI keyboard in, but we're going to actually... The lights are coming on. What's the problem? Oh, no, no, it's plugged in. But we're going to test it now and have it a little bit of an actual play with it. <laughs> that is comprehensive. Yeah, it's got loads going on, right? So you've got three oscillators and a sample player. So if I turn the oscillators off... Okay. So all that is coming from the sample player, basically. And the, if we just have the oscillators on. The oscillators are arped. Pretty good. So yeah, it seems like there's some LFO stuff going on in there. Look, we can see LFO 3 is some kind of a ramp there. I love Glide. Ooh, I'm going to turn up the frequency. And I'm going to try changing to a different filter type as well. There's some morphing filters. I don't know where the actual overall... Oh no, here's the overall control for the filter. Ooh! Listen to that high-end filtering, buddy. Oh. I might choose a different filter mode. We've got... Uh, formant mode. Formant mode. Let's do that. Let's play some stuff. And mucking about with the other formant control. Oh, there's some... Oh, look. There's... It's got XY controls for the filter and stuff. I'm going to try nice. something else. Let's go for a bit of a phaser filter mode. Play some stuff, bud. Oh. Oh, lordy. Okay, let's you try a different preset. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go for uh, lawn style lead, which I was uh, looking at earlier. Oh, memory leak. This is a cool one. It's pretty good at these. They're a bit thin, but really, I'd say well, this is a bit thin. Bass sounds. I mean, I don't know what you want. Metalhead. Clangy. Ah. Now is that thick enough for you? I particularly like this one. Um, let's let me see if I can do some more unison voices. Oh no, is that even doing anything? I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just gonna try turning. Oh, here we go. How about that? 16 voices on your unison, buddy. Nice. Next one. Okay, let's have another one. Ah, evil dubstep pace. Yeah. So I'm going to turn the sample, because there's a sample component to this one, so let's just have the oscillators. That's pretty grungy. 
that's some formance scaling and uh, phase bends doing that. So you're getting all your kind of ceramy massive noise, isn't it? You've got all of these uh, modulation and uh, destination stuff going on. So these patches, these presets, pretty involved, yeah, basically. Yeah, a hell of a lot of stuff in here. So yeah, Phaser Man this is, this one. I haven't encountered many uh, polyphonic ones yet. Let's see what else we got. Physical tension, you like that? Yeah. <laughs> Piano from the yard sale. Plucked string, go on, pluck us some strings. So this is just using the sample oscillator. Um, and I'm, it seems to be cycling the start point. In fact, let me see if I can turn that off. Now it's always gonna play from the start of the sound. Okay. And it's using a comb filter. I'm going to turn the comb filter off. <laughs> well, that's... So that's what's doing it. So presumably it's the the key tracking on the comb filter is doing the pitch stuff. So let me try inverting that completely. Oh, that's weird. You've, so inverted, play... you've inverted key tracking. Yeah, yeah. Now the my high notes are low and my low notes are sky high. This is... I'm unlocking your creativity, James. Uh... Uh, random amp growl. Growl it up. I'm going to turn up the drive. Yeah, thanks for that. And no, then, next. Okay, you don't like the dubstep noises, okay. Real square pusher hours, this one's called. And I'm going to muck about with the filter. So the filter's got X and Y controls, which I think in most modes are cutoff and resonance. And there's also a morph thing that'll morph from low to high. With bandpass in the middle. This is pretty good synth, man. Yeah. Especially since this is free as well, this version. Yeah, very true. And the pro version only 80 clams. Nice. Remedial Shikari. Oh, we're mucking about with the harmonic stretching. Ooh. Uh, oh, God, that's loud. Not okay, good okay. for polyphonic stuff. Uh, what about Salomon? Very spooky. Metal Seeds is this oscillator. I'm gonna change it to something else. Ooh. Ooh, it's coming out of its cage and it's feeling just fine. I'm gonna try some different filter modes. Ooh, no, the drive does not sound nice on this sound, as you might expect. There you go. So you, uh, you want another little preset to play with? Yeah. Satellites. Ooh. Gonna muck about with the filter. Is that it's space self noises. Self-oscillating. It is. Shall I turn all the oscillators off? Yeah. Let's, see it. Let's go for a self-oscillation special. Let's really rag this play filter. It. Like a rental car. Is it doing anything? Oh, you need an oscillator on at least. Okay, we'll have one oscillator on. No, it's not self-oscillating, is it? It should. I've got the thing. Come on. Oh, how did... What the hell was going on there? Okay, let's try this again. Oh, maybe it's just the uh, sample. Sample oscillator. Oh, there we go. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's interesting. It's clanger vibes, buddy. Cool. Vital. What do you think? Look, free synth. It seems pretty damn involved. Is and it the best free synth in the world right now? <sighs> well, yes, is the answer. Hold on. I, I'm currently like in the middle of writing something about the best free synths in the world. That's why I took mm. Helm on. And it probably is, I guess. I think this is by far the best free synth in the world. Yeah, right I mean, 25 wavetables is quite a lot of wavetables for free. Mm. And it pushes you to upgrade because you get more wavetables and there's a lot more versatility behind that. But 25 is good to start with. And it, like full price version, eighty dollary dues. Yeah, not that much at all. Yeah, I would say the uh, the basic version for twenty five is going to give you more than enough wavetable to get on with for a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's affordable too. I'm seeing four LFOs. I'm seeing three envelopes. Uh, any effects in this? Uh, if, uh, delay. Yeah, he's got a flipping effects page, buddy. Oh, Look at that. Effects tab. Look at oh. that. Yeah. Okay. Now multi band compressor. Did somebody say serum? I see. <laughs> yeah. 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 Can we? Yes, we can reorder these. Yeah, compressor, reverb, delay, distortion, EQ, all the ones you want. There's a matrix in there. Look at this. What happens in the advanced tab? Dare we look at it? Uh, oscillator options. Maybe this is something that only happens in the full version. I don't know. Oversampling, eight times oversampling. Let's go nuts. This <laughs> sounds completely different. What a haunting melody. That's, that's one for everybody in Scotland. <laughs> for some reason. Right, Tim, I've been promising myself for a long time, and I've talked about it with you at some points in the past. That you're going to leave the music tech industry. I yeah. think you should do it. Yeah, I want to become a florist. <laughs> oh, wow, wicked. I've always wanted to become a florist. <laughs> Like this is the first time hearing of it, though. Bending the stems. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, slicing the stems at an angle oh, so yeah. that they, uh, they go in the thing. Sorry to interrupt, James. But what have you been promising yourself <laughs> for a while? That I was going to take some time off to concentrate yes. solely on uh, doing some music, finishing some tracks. Yeah, wow. Well, I mean, I never believed it would happen, basically. <laughs> well, I don't know if it will. Uh, <laughs> the plan was for a while to do it in... December, in the first half of December, it's going to coincide, hopefully, with us taking a break from the podcast. Wicked. I think that's healthy and good. Uh, we're going to that, that's by the way, people, we're going to take a break in December, but we've got loads of content to put out. Nothing for... stops the content. No. The next two episodes are going to be patron only, clam only, PayPal only. So uh, there will be stuff. And we've basically been recording extra for the last couple of months. And I've consciously save the best stuff for <laughs> i think mostly the best stuff at least for these uh two december episodes because me and timmy we really just need a break we're tired we're tired and old and i'm even older than you as well uh what we got uh, that we're talking about in those we're talking we're, we're doing a music record deal simulator <laughs> oh wow uh, we're talking about someone who controls a synth with her mind oh yeah um, lam- i mean we lampooning. all really control synths with our mind James. we're, we're lampooning really her basically <laughs> uh, we're talking about the amazon guitar pedals uh, we're talking about Mac versus PC because we were asked to on uh, Patreon. We have uh, some microphone conversation. And, uh, oh, wow. I don't remember that. That, that 
that whole thing where Spotify said you can get uh, lower royalties if you want to be added to more playlists. Spoiler, we were ambivalent about it. And then more stuff, which we're recording now anyway. So I'm not sure exactly what's going to be in there, but it's going to be the best bits. <laughs> yeah, wow, it sounds amazing. So we're going to be gone for December, just patron episodes getting up. So in the spirit of uh, seasonal giving... You might want to start donating to our Patreon yeah, or PayPal. We've, we've taken something away from you, so please give to us. That's <laughs> how Christmas works, right? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I want to try and get my two weeks of music in during December. I don't know if it's going to actually happen or it may end up being a lot less time than mm. it should have been. But that's the plan. I have made so many like tutorials and doing music for videos like... Uh, plug-in videos and stuff like that, that none of it's actual real music. Mm. Uh, I haven't done very much music for music's sake for a very long time. And as someone who talks about plugins and making music and uh, does a lot of articles about advice on how to make music, eh, going to want to make some music sometime. Yes. I mean, I think it's good. Like, the thing is, I feel like, I, okay, I feel like it doesn't really matter if you make any music or not. But why the hell are you involved in any of this stuff if you don't actually want to be making your own music? Do you well, exactly. Know what I mean? so, you yeah. can you can really disappear from that activity and just start doing the things that make you money, which is you know fair enough. Get some money. We're all skin. Let's, <laughs> let's not beat around the bush. But yeah, it's it's time for me to actually you know put my money where my mouth is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do so it. how how am I going to prepare for these two weeks? I'm going to prepare very well. I'm going to make sure everything is uh, ready on my hard drive. Uh, make mm. sure all the projects, all the projects that have been started that have got to a certain point are running properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to have a little note, a notepad for each uh, track Very good. Yes. to know exactly what I think I will do to it and have some uh, activities. And I'm basically hoping to use the, uh, the idea of procrastination to push me forward by uh, starting to work on something, you know, I should really work on this track, but I'll work on this other track for a bit instead. Oh, so I see. Once I get too bored of or too used to one track, mm. I'm just going to flit over to another track and start working on that. Yeah, I think I, I think I told you I interviewed Dom of Dom and Roland fame ah. uh, a while ago, and he said, "Yeah, he I said, has I said that up. projects on the go." Yeah, you did say that. Up. I didn't know if you actually read it. I submitted <laughs> it, but he says he has thirty projects on the go at one time. Nice. So I know, and he's quite good. Yes. So uh, yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm going to try and do. Some things I haven't started, but I know I want to do something. Uh, okay. Some things are there. This this Museversal would be uh, nice to replace some of the things with in the end uh, we'll see if they get in touch with us over december have you got reference tracks uh james for mixing purposes that is a good point mm, uh, it's the best point um good point yeah yeah i <laughs> i will do that so so basically all the prep hopefully is done before like you want to cook a meal you could get all the onions chopped beforehand. Chop the onions. You've got to extract the co- the coal from under the earth's surface. Yeah, you've got to you've got to line your house with a kind of lead seal so the radiation can't get in. Just all the standard preparation stuff, right? Yeah, you have to have everything ready. I believe it's what the French refer to as your mise en place. Oh, what does that mean? Uh, it means that everything is ready. Okay, what does it literally mean? I don't know. (laughs) Come on. Oh, come on. Do some journalism, James, for God's sake. 
Mise en place means setting up. (laughs) And it it is a cookery term, but I'm going to do it (laughs) with music and make sure everything is ready in the right folder, all the projects work, all the plugins are installed. I have all the plugins uh, that I reckon I'll just grab mm. in uh favorited i Very know good. which door i'm gonna use i know where all which the door are you gonna use i know that i've got plenty of gigabytes left on my hard drive mm-hmm. uh, which door am i gonna use some of them are in studio one some of them are in some of them are in live i'll probably stick to studio one for the ones that are in studio one and mm. do live for the ones that are in live Makes i sense. may export everything for mixing and start a new project with audio when i get down to the point where it's done um there are some little recordings i need to make in order to have sounds ready so i think i'll do those before but yeah hoping to start that in the next couple of weeks and hoping to get two weeks of it so do you have like a target of what you actually want to be created or finished or whatever or are you just seeing how it goes i think i need to dig around and see what can be done and what will be done yeah i don't have an exact target now but that might come up as part of the prep Hmm. that's fair enough i think it is a great idea to be as mise en place mm. as you can be basically <laughs> i think that's good the thing is Weird stuff will always happen, especially when computers are involved, because you never know if something's going to go weird. Also, you've got a small child, which I feel like well, could be a big spanner in the works. Yeah, which is why I'm going to use the time in the office. Uh, oh, in I, the when, office. Oh, nice. When I would usually be working, and I'm going to tell all the clients to go fuck themselves. <laughs> uh, not all the clients, just the ones I don't like. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to basically make sure there's as little work as possible. But my fear of course, is that I'll just uh, have a load of work left over and I'll never be able to actually concentrate on the music. Well, I'm wishing you luck, James. And it is very, it is a difficult situation, you know? There's no two ways about it, mate. Oh, and I am also going to take up the challenge of one of our patrons to uh, mix uh, a song entirely using sound toys plugins because i said i didn't like them oh okay uh, i am going to honor that and uh try and use them on their own entirely for okay they don't really do a compressor uh no not really but okay if there's something that they don't do i'll use the stock okay okay that's fair enough how's that that's good i mean it's not that hard of a challenge because everyone knows that sound toys plugins are wicked so except me <laughs> you made it too hard for yourself except me apparently. all right okay okay i guess that's uh, i guess that's uh, fair enough well i really hope that this goes well for you james because you know, I think people need a creative outlet over and above any stuff like that they might do in their job to, to like survive. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think you know, <laughs> we need we need a, an outlet for our feelings to come out. Do you have feelings, James? Yeah, let's see in those two weeks. <laughs> let's see what I can go for. Oh, wicked! Well, I've got my fingers crossed for you, buddy. All right, time for a little quick uh, overview of a new plugin uh, the developer has got in touch. Oblivion Sound Lab have released Hex Drum, which is a drum machine plugin. It's a drum machine synthesizer, Ooh. Uh, which lets you get classic drum machine sounds. Mm, fantastic. I love classic drum machine sounds. So you've got uh, tabs along the top for kick, snare, tom, 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 clothed hat, open hat. Well, I think you'd better point out, James, that this is in particular based on the Simmons SDS series from the 80s. In particular, yeah. But I think it's, yeah, it's inspired by all the 80s drum machines, but in particular, mm. yeah, Simmons SDS. Uh, let's, let's have a quick look at the video. Okay. Hex needs 
So you've got a uh, oscillator shape, pitch, bend, and decay control. You've got noise, cutoff, resonance, high pass, sweep, and mix. You've got a click section with the length and the mix of the click. You have an LFO. <laughs> you have an LFO, and you've got an output section with saturation, velocity, sensitivity, pan, and gain. Lots of knobs. Yep, it's all, it's got all the stuff. It's got multiple outputs. It's got MIDI compatibility. It does not have a sequencer, just to let you know. But you can't uh, argue with this kind of 80s drum sound, unless you hate the 80s. Yeah, and it's priced to move, right? Yeah, $40 cleanse regular, $29 intro discount. And uh, the developer has given me and Tim a couple of cereals for this. And he said, if you want to, you can do a giveaway. And so we've decided to do that. Because we are generous, James, aren't we? Yeah, I thought, why not? <laughs> uh, we don't have any kind of uh, strict uh, formula about what we're going to do. But why don't you email a4ppodcast at gmail.com if you want your free license. Yeah, but only do that if you genuinely love the sound of 80s synth drums. Yeah. Because we want these co- we want these codes to result in some funky 80s-style grooves. Exactly. Right, like, you can't just say, oh, yeah, I want another plug-in, whatever the cost and end the, the thing. Yeah, so don't do it unless you're going to get groovy. Yeah, you. that is, uh, by entering this competition, you're contractually agreeing <laughs> that you're going to get groovy. Mmm, all right, or, wicked. if you're not groovy and you were previously groovy and you want to get your groove back... Yes, definitely. ...enter this competition. Yeah, and if, like, for example, if you don't like descending synth tom sounds, Ooh. please stay away. If you love them... Get involved by all means. Absolutely. So I, I actually, I really like the idea behind this because what I like from my drum machine synths is simple stuff. You know? mm. You've got a pitch bend control, a decay control, a shape and a tuning control, a bit of noise, a bit of click, LFO, I probably wouldn't use it. And yeah, that seems like uh, a kind of a, a, bell, a bell and a whistle you wouldn't necessarily need on a uh, drum set. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe more about the envelope than the LFO, surely. Mm. But anyway, look, I, I like playing <laughs> with this kind of thing, but I'm going to forego my license because we're doing it as a giveaway. You're a generous man, James. Well done. Two of these, email us at a4ppodcast at gmail.com if you want to potentially have one. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tell us if you want. Why? Yeah, why? yeah. But I tell you what. If you don't want one, email us anyway and let us know, <laughs> and we won't. We won't send you a code if you win. We, we promise. Uh, <laughs> tell tell us why you love eighties drum sounds or don't. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oblivion Sound Lab Hex Drum. This episode of Appetite for Production is sponsored by Isotope. Isotope, eh, James? That's right. Uh, you know and you love Isotope as makers of Ozone, Neutron, RX, mm-hmm. Nectar. Can you think of any of their other plugins? Maybe ones that are really, really old and have always been free? Well, that's the thing, because Isotope started out, uh, their first breakout plugin was a plugin called Vinyl. Yes. I think we both remember it from back in the day, don't we, buddy? uh, I think it was free and then paid for and then free again. Was it paid for at some point? I I missed that. I think at some point it was, but it's definitely free now anyway. And they've just updated it. And so we've got a copy here and Tim is going to show you a few things. And we're also going to do a video version of this if you want to go see it. Yeah, go and check it out and look with your eyes and all this stuff. What are you going to tell us, Tim? Let me tell you about 
isotope vinyl, buddy. It's flipping awesome. This new version is, uh, they've changed the interface, mate, aside from anything else. I've seen, yeah. So it's, the it's... green and gray is gone. Oh. But there's um, there's new stuff. I'm going to show you all that in a sec. I'm going to show you a case study to make it sound really boring <laughs> Brilliant. Of, uh, of some uh, situations that you might want to use vinyl in, mate. Uh, obviously, I went for a bit of a lo-fi hip-hop groove because you want it crusty if it's lo-fi, am I right? And you want to wait as long as possible before playing the track, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let's have a listen to this. Vi this is an unprocessed... Just hit play. Just hit play. Just play the music. <laughs> I mean, there are, but they be bypassed. Let me hit play. Just play the music. Okay. Oh, yeah. And this is quite nice and inoffensive, right? Yeah. But it doesn't have that lo-fi vibe that you want, James, because it sounds, because these are all like samples and instruments or whatever that haven't been grunted up and been taken from samples oh. and stuff and everything. I do hate pristine analog to digital conversion. You really, <laughs> yeah, don't you? Now look, okay. The first perpetrator we've got here is this flipping, uh, this electric piano loop. Oh, way too crystal clear. I mean, it sounds like someone's just recorded it. It sounds like it's right up in my face. It sounds like no audio has been stolen. And the secret ingredient, of course, in Music James, is crime. So what I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna flip in, activate this instance of Isofar. Look, it's got a new interface, oh, it's, baby. it's spinning around now. Look, it's, it's spinning around. Um, it's got it's got a few new options ah. and uh, various bits and bobs. So I'm just going to yeah. run you through what it does real quick. Okay. Um, so okay. So I like mechanical noise. Mm. Do you? Uh, yeah. You know I love it. You know I love that industrial Berlin techno. Uh, Ooh, oh. Listen to that now. You think that's interesting? Uh. Wait until I take us to a different decade. Ooh. Ah. The mechanical noise changes each decade. We've, so, so for podcast listeners, though, I'm clicking on various different decades, and you're getting a bit of a different feel to it. You can see that one of the decades that they've left out is the 90s. Yeah, oh, what the hell's going on there, man? I mean, yeah, that seems prejudice. Anyway, look, let's take it back to the 70s. Um, so I'm gonna, that's a bit much mechanical noise. Let's try some electrical noise. Ooh. Unpleasant. Yeah, yeah. Am I right? I'm waiting for someone to plug in a jack. Yeah, I really don't like that noise. So I'm going to turn it down. But if you really want to actually make it sound like it's being recorded from a shitty record player. That loss is definitely. We've got 80% dust. Wow. I'm going to go up to 100% dust. I love dust. Right, let's, let's play some audio to it as well. And what I'm going to do now is I'm going to increase the wear. We're at 10% starting off. Let's whack it up. Ooh. Okay, so that is the record is becoming more worn out. Yeah, basically. That's what wear means. So um, we've, we've gone back to the 70s. I'm going to take it earlier on. I'm going to go to the 60s. Oh, that's Listen worn. how crusty that is. I mean, it's thinned out as could well. Could it possibly get any worse in the 50s or the 30s? Yes, it can. Oh, it's practically disappearing there. And to the 30s. Oh, my lordy. Sounds a bit more uh, powerful and distorted. Well, let's say yes. And it's going to cut through that mix. So, for example, if I flip in, uh, let me press the right key on your weird Windows keyboard. What do you need to press command? I need to press command. Is it alt? <laughs> <Yeah>. Brilliant. <laughs> okay, we've brought the beat back in there. 
Now you'll notice it's really thinned out, possibly a bit too much. I mean, I did want it to thin it out a little bit so that the beats and the bass could pop through more, but that's too much. So I'm going to take it back 50s, maybe 60s. Okay, yeah, I can get with that. I'm going to turn maybe the mechanical noise up Turn a the bit. wear down a bit. You want the wear down? Okay. And also there's an RPM setting, which gives you a little subtle... Uh, Flavor. I assume that sort of actually has a bit of an effect on how many, how frequent the scratch sounds are and the mechanical noise. I guess. I mean, who knows? In fact, let me show you the scratch sounds now you mention it. Um, I don't like this effect particularly, but if you really want to make it sound like your record is totally knackered, it works. Ooh. So it's like jumping and stuff. bit too much for Timmy. Um, warp though, ah. you used to not be able to use warp in real time, but now you can. Oh yeah. And there's various different warp models, but that is too much, so I'm going to get rid of it. Basically. I mean, that would be lovely in a bit of synth wave, right? I guess, yes, in fact it would. Um, also, there's a, uh, there's a cool feature now. It's got a spin down button, which does this. Yeah. <laughs> And then you click it again to take it off. There you go, and it comes back. Now, sweet. there's also another feature in there. So I feel like we've done a, a decent job of making this sound a bit better in the mix. Yeah, this, yeah. This beat and this uh, keys line. Is there a vinyl on the beat? No. No, okay. I didn't want to I didn't want to over egg the situation because I'm going to also use it on the bass, James. Now, Ooh. now listen to this bass. It's cool. In fact, it's nice, ah. isn't it? Again, doesn't sound like a sample. No. So what I'm going to do is... I'm that's gonna, that's its Achilles heel. I'm going to wipe, put vinyl on it, but instead of thinning it out, I'm going to take it to the 2000s. I don't want any warp or any stuff like this. All I want is the new lo-fi button. Mm. That's right. Have a listen. Aliasing. Digital artifacts. Yes, that's right. Now, what that does is... That helps its top end pop through the mix a bit. And now with both these vinyls, we should have a mix that sounds a lot nicer. There we go, James. What do you think of my adventure in Lo-Fi Town? I love it. Okay, I think you've uh, you've done very well. You've uh, you've made everything sound more vibey. Yes, it does sound vibey, and it sounds less like you've just knocked some samples into a DAW and <laughs> called it a day, which is not what I did. I composed this bassline. Ah, you know, it's got four notes in it. Ding. Anyway, I think it's time to chill out. Yeah. What do you reckon? Okay, well done. I think uh, we can just have this loop going on and on <laughs> in the, the background. For the rest of every episode of the podcast. All right. Yay. There you go. Okay, Tim, new instrument alert. We got Chromophone 3 by Applied Acoustic Systems. Hey, I know you're a big fan of Chromophone 2, mate. You love that thing, don't you? Yeah, I would go as far as saying that Chromophone 2 was possibly my favourite plugin in the universe. Strong words indeed, mate. I, I, I love it. I love how playable it was. It's just, you can mess about with it for ages and it sounds great. So, Chromophone 3, let's go straight into it. Oh, wow. No here's, mucking about. No, here's the first preset. It's called Glassy. Ooh. 
It sounds like a real 3D instrument, James. Exactly. I'm going to start by giving you a bit of a preset tour, basically. So, okay. uh, Timeless Warp. How about that one? Ooh. Ooh. Now, Timmy likes that. That sounds like a pad. Yeah. That's wicked. Uh, how about uh, Rudiments? Okay. What about that thing? Ooh. Sounds like a preset you might have got from an early sampling and synthesis uh, synth from the late 80s, mate. Yeah. So I give that my full uh, seal of approval. Ooh. Oh, lovely. you got to love it, right? So we're moving into ARP territory around <laughs> here. Uh, how about the Luftenist? Oh. Uh, Luftenist, sorry. Oh. Plucking hell, James. <laughs> it sounds great. It's like, I mean, this is physical modeling, so it's, um, they've recreated the sound using pure physics. Yeah, I love pure physics, bro. It sounds cool, man. I like the way it sounds almost like hyper real, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. And it's just, is that extra element of production that means it's, it's, it's in your face as well. Mm, I like that. How's some harp musing? I know you know uh, you like to do a bit of that. I do. Ooh. Weird. I'm getting Psytrance vibes for some reason. Uh, let's have a look at some more cool names. Let's go by the name. And look <laughs> at how many presets there are. There are plenty. Magic carpet vibes? Yes, I want them. Lovely. It sounds like the sort of music an alien civilization might play on Star Trek. <laughs> uh, banjo-tar. What's that? It's a banjo guitar. Ah, no, it's an arpeggiated banjo guitar. Ooh. Lovely. So, yeah, we've got loads and loads of presets. Basically, endless presets. Oh, weird. We've got... Uh, so, is that like some... Is that... What, what's making that kind of distorted-y sort of thing, do you know? You've got effects on it as well. we'll okay. We'll get to those. Oh, okay. You've got various stuff. You've got, uh, you've got lovely sort of bell Ooh. tones, glocky tones, xylophones, I vibraphones. love a digital bell, mate. Don't get me started. But it can also do things like drums, because uh, one of the things you can choose is a membrane, as we'll, uh, I'll show you in a little bit. Water marbles, some of these. <laughs> oh, wicked. Ooh. That's cool, man. But the preset I'm going to use to show you how it works is uh, I, I, I discovered once I'd been looking through all the presets, the preset that I landed on to use to explain was uh, the second preset. <laughs> so it's going to look like I only went two into the preset oh, okay. menu. But here it is, floating quarks. Ooh. It's glassy, yet plucky and eerie. Okay, so the original chromophone, it had sort of two, uh, two resonator layers, and you could choose a pair. But if we go into the editor, we'll find out that we oh, have Lord. two pairs. So 
for example, we've got the A layer here. If we turn down the B layer, the A layer sounds like this. So that's arpeggiated, right? Yeah. And the B layer sounds like as this. Not arpeggiated. Two very different sounds, and you can play them together. Each one is composed of two different things. So oh. let's have a look at this B, which is the red one. Whoops. If we go to the synth engine, we see we have resonator A and resonator B for the B instrument. If we went to the A synth engine, we've got two different resonators there, but we're going to go to the synth engine for resonator B, which is the one that we're currently listening to. <sighs> so <laughs> we have two elements to it, an open tube. Ooh. And we have a plate. Like that? You like those crazy resonances? Yeah, I do. Uh, we can blend between the two, just like it is. Mm. Ooh. So that's playing both of them. But here's the other thing we can do. If we click the coupled option. Oh, what? What that means is that the uh, physical motion of one and the physical motion of the other will feed back into each other like a real acoustic system. Okay. So that when one is moving, it influences the effects of the other, which then makes a different well, sound. talk, basically, I guess you, you could say. call it that. So without them coupled, it sounded a lot like this. Sinister. If I couple them, the effect is pretty big. It sounds a lot like this. They it's kind a bit of mellowed out there. Yeah, they temper each other a little bit, and it's it's okay. a lot. Okay, it's a lot more. They're a bit more coherent as a unit, yeah. if you will. They're buddies now. So we also have a mallet, uh, which we can stick on. Right now, it's a bit like they're sort of being driven by a uh, a force that you have no control over, but you can <laughs> you can use the mallet, switch it on to have them uh, struck. Yes, I like that very much. Exactly, and you can control, I know you'll like this, the stiffness mm, of the mallet. Yeah, all the way up, I love it. Ooh, sounding a little bit tiny. You can add As in tines rather than being small. You can add noise to that mallet. So it's a bit more of a strike, a bit more of a sticky hit, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> yeah, I will. And you've got the mixer where you can control exactly sort of how much mallet you get in there. The direct, I'm not sure if that's the direct uh, mallet sound rather than it coming through the actual instrument, maybe. So we've turned the mallet down there. Let's have more mallet. What happens if we turn the direct down? Oh. That's cool. It's very velocity sensitive, so... Uh... So those are the sort of variations you can get just by switching on the mallet. We've, we've got that from what was previously this. Yeah. Sort of bowed thing. Anyway, let's go over to the other part, the uh, the A part. If I mm -hmm. turn the gain up on that and go to that synth engine. So here we've got a mixture of two types of tube, a closed tube and an open tube. Uh, balances a bit more towards the closed tube and they are not coupled. What happens if we couple them? Let's have a look. I'm probably not much because they're both tubes, but not much. Okay. Yeah, it sort of it sort of makes them less resonant in a way. 
we could do something with the stiffness of the mallet. Oh, oh yeah. Press what happens if you change the uh, the resonator type? So yeah, that's a very good point. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could change the closed tube to a membrane. So we've got a membrane Ooh. and an open tube. Oh, I like that. So what you get when you cross a membrane with an open tube is in many ways a drum. Yes. Because you got a membrane, you got what an open tube. Now, what happens if we try um, linking them in the thingy? Ah, here? if we couple the two, oh, yeah, maybe couple. it's more drum-like. Oh, it is. Yeah, we probably have to up the decay of the open tube. That's cool. Yeah, that's make cool. it harder. Turn up the stiffness. No, no, no I want to show you some more okay, of the okay. more of the options. Marimba, as in sort of wooden blocks. So Very nice. a marimba plus an open tube is a bit like a vibraphone, I guess. But it doesn't quite sound like that. Make it harder. You keep saying that. <laughs> Ooh. And you've got, you've got string, beam, marimba, drum head, a membrane plate. These are all the same options as you had in uh, Chromophone 2. Mm -hmm. uh, it, there's also a sort of partial editor you can do manually. And you what? Can... I'll do the individual partials. Yeah, a bit like additive synthesis. When you synthesis. said a partial editor, I was like, so you can't edit it completely, but I got the <laughs> wrong end of the stick. Let me get back to the original preset because I've messed it up now. So let's look at the arpeggiator because that was pretty uh, That was pretty obvious. In fact, wait, first, we've got effects. So A's oh, yeah. effects. You know, we, it's, it's got quite a lot of them on there. We could uh, get phaser. subtle the mix yeah. seems to be down to zero on that mate so you might want to whack it up oh yeah well why is it switched on Ooh. i like how wet it sounds now yeah mm. well let's look at the glass choir we've got the uh, eq's off delay flanger compressor and reverb let's whack up that reverb hell yeah some low frequencies in there Tracky as you like, mate. Push the flanger up. Whack up that feedback on the flanger, buddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Ooh. So it's looking lovely right now. Let's have a look at the ARP. So each uh, A and B part has synth, effects, and modes. We're going to head into the modes where we can see... It's basically a 16-stage arpeggiator. Mm. So you're just doing eight steps there, I guess. Yeah, it's just using eight steps. We can increase the length. Well, let's, uh, let's not increase the length because that will make me have to program it. <laughs> <laughs> but we can, of course, uh, we can push the arp higher, uh, higher speed. Oh no, I think you need, oh, no. to... you need to turn the sync off. Mm. Let's go chip tune style real fast. Come on. That is four, 400 BPM. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked. I make all my music at 400 BPM, so that's good to know it goes that fast. How about 76? Oh, chilled out. Uh, the ARP, basically, you've still got to play in time for the most part. It won't sort of... I, Snap. There is know. there is a latch function which should do that. So if I play something badly out of time. 
that's latched it to the uh, the arp that was playing before. Mm. All sounds in time. Sure does. Ooh. Ah, it's going on. And it remains. So I could just play a load of different notes. That's yes. one for all you uh, door-based people. But yeah, Chromophone 3. There's loads more to it. There's a, there's a really nice browser where you can search by type. Uh, the home page isn't exactly going to do that much, although there are some macros you can... Uh, it sure looks nice, basically. Yeah, I mean. you can you can sort of get the effects master to, to push it further. Envelope, timbre, and modulation. Um, but yeah, I'm very glad to have this because I loved version 2. And version 3 seems like it's doing very well. I like it. You know what I'm going to ask you, don't you, James? Yes. Tell me. 199 clams. Okay. Intro price, 99 clams. Oh, okay. So All right. Substantial intro discount. And um, yeah, for me, that that's uh, entirely worth it because I love this little guy. I love just sitting here playing with it. Well, do you know, it doesn't surprise me, James, because you're physical. You're a model. No wonder you love physical modeling, basically. Ah, mm -hmm. makes sense. All right, Tim, it's time for us to take a month off and oh, thank God. just release some clam-only episodes for December. How do you feel about having a holiday from the podcast, finally? It's, it seems like a dream come true. <laughs> the podcast has been a rod for my back ever since its inception. Um, no, uh, yeah, it's going to be good to do some more music stuff. I know that's what you're playing to. Mm. I'm doing a bit of music myself, so let's Ooh. see how we get on, basically. Well, I think. yeah. I think that's a good idea, right? Wish me luck on my musical endeavours, because it's been a long time of really sitting down to actually do something for me. Good luck. And I would say, if it doesn't just start magically flowing, don't worry about it. This shit's supposed to be fun, and it's not supposed to be, you know, like real work or whatever. So just nice. relax and chill with it, buddy. That's what I say. I will do my best. Everyone, if you're not a clan patron, uh, then you won't get any episodes until January. Uh, but Sorry. If, if you want to be, you can go to patreon.com slash a4p podcast and you can go to a4p podcast.com and donate via paypal and get access to the episodes there too how lovely we'll see you back in january and we'll also see each other back in january so tim goodbye goodbye james bon voyage <laughs> <laughs>